Do not hide your face from me in the day of trouble. Welcome back to the Hackberry House, a daily podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church in North Korea. I'm Bob, and this is podcast number 185. It is June 13, 2015. Today, we are returning to North Korea. Hackberry House is. It was 2007 when my heart turned toward that unbearable suffering of that land. I tried to actually enter into the ministry of, of North Korea and years later actually was was defeated physically very soundly. I made a feeble attempt to finally come back last year, but it was short-lived. Today we're asking for God's grace once more to focus on the most awful place in the world for Christians or most other humans for that matter. First, I want to share with you an article from the head of Open Doors USA, and I'm not explicitly, exclusively going to be using Open Doors or any of the groups. I think all of the groups are doing great works for God in those places. But today, the head of Open Doors, Mr. Curry, will be the subject of the reading. Also, I want to give an invitation to you to say something to Kim Jong-un. If you don't know, that's the current Uh, But we are praying and believing temporary dictator of North Korea. They're all temporary, you know. They come down eventually in the will of God, and we just need to keep praying that the will of God will be done and his time will be finished soon. Um, North Korea reality isn't funny for Christians. Um, The labor camp persecution of Jesus Christ's followers is no laughing matter. The film, The Interview, has made headlines, not for its success or failure at the box office, but rather because it angered the wrong guy. The comedy's plot is simple. Two bumbling tabloid reporters are asked by U.S. officials to kill North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un during a scheduled interview. As expected, when Kim learned of the film, the real Kim, he was not uh, amused. The response from North Korea was, as is typical of the regime there, oppressive. The FBI confirmed that North Korea was behind the cyber hacks designed to intimidate the executives at Sony and the threats of a terror attack against potential theatergoers. In true dictatorial fashion, North Korea decided to suppress rather than persuade. And it worked, at least for a while. Um, After the theater change decided they would not show the film in order to protect their customers' safety, Sony announced that it would cancel the planned Christmas Day release of the film, only to change their minds again. It's an unfunny end to what was supposed to be a comedy. You know what else isn't funny? The Kim regime's treatment of North Korean Christians. North Korea isn't a great place to live for anybody, especially those who disagree with the Kim regime. Human rights groups estimate that more than 200,000 people are imprisoned in North Korea for having political or religious views contrary to those 
of the Supreme Leader, Mr. Kim. And while every one of these prisoners' lives matter, North Korea's treatment of Christians is what earned it the top spot on the Open Doors watch list. Now, they've been putting this list out for many years, let me add. Uh, Open Doors has. And they, they try to list the, the, the worst places and they put, try to put them in order for Christian persecution. North Korea has been at the top of the list. It just uh, The new one just came out the 13th time in a row. North Korea is number one. It's ironic that a film about North Korea would have even been scheduled to appear on Christmas Day, given that North Koreans don't have the freedom to celebrate Christmas or any other religious holiday. But regardless of whether North Korea is ranked number one on the World Watch list or descends lower on the list some year, one thing is certain. The situation for Christians in the communist nation remains dire. According to our partners working in secret in North Korea, there are between 50,000 to 70,000 Christians imprisoned in labor camps. Christians in North Korea face unimaginable pressure in every sphere of life. Forced to meet only in secret, they dare not share their faith, even with their families. Anyone discovered engaging in secret religious activity may be subject to arrest, disappearance, torture, even public execution. And to heap cruelty on top of cruelty, the families of Christians, even if they are not believers themselves, are often subjected to persecution as well. The very nature of the Kim regime its suppression of outside ideas, control over its people, restriction of outside visitors is what keeps the West from gaining a clear picture of North Korean oppression and persecution. That's the reason that North Korea isn't leading the nightly news or are making headlines every day. But though there is no video footage to live stream from the work camps, the persecution of Christians that happens every day in North Korea is very real. You might think that after more than 60 years of active suppression of religion, persecution of believers, Christianity would be finally disappearing in North Korea. You, you would be wrong. <laughs> you would be wrong. Christianity continues to grow as North Korean Christians risk their lives to share the message of Jesus Christ. Their faith serves as an inspiration to many Western Christians who enjoy freedoms their North Korean counterparts have never known, imagined. Freedom to worship openly. Freedom to read the Bible publicly. Freedom to celebrate Christmas and other faith-filled holidays. Now, I leave it to others to debate the quality and appropriateness of the interview, that movie, and the wisdom of Sony's decision to pull the film. But if it gets people in America thinking about North Korea and the persecution of Christians, maybe the film has served a purpose, even if a few get to see it. That's from David K. 
Curry, president of Open Doors USA. And uh, yes, get in touch with them. Do that. Uh, find out how you can help. That's one place for sure. Open Doors, you remember, from Brother Andrew. You uh, More mature listeners today, you remember Brother Andrew, I'm sure. He's the one that started that whole thing. The Dutchman that was going throughout Europe, West Eastern Europe, delivering Bibles, smuggling Bibles, we would call it today. It still goes on all over the world. Thank you, Jesus, that the Word of God is not bound, not bound. When the Holy Spirit speaks to somebody and says, get some Bibles over there, he finds a way to get that done through that person and whoever that person contacts. Yeah, Word of God is not bound. But anyway, it was uh, that Brother Andrew that put together this organization. And now, among many other places in the world, they are blessing North Korea. Thank God for open doors. Amen. I have a letter here. This is by another group that you are aware of, I'm sure. Voice of the Martyrs. Worked with them several years. Good group. God bless Voice of the Martyrs. They've uh, put you in touch with what's called a letter of confession. In fact, write this website down, letterofconfession.com. All one word, letterofconfession.com. It's a letter addressed to Mr. Kim Jong-un, and you can go online and sign it if you dare, if you will. To Mr. Kim Jong-un, leader of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Isn't that a laugh, if we can laugh during times like this? Leader, well, okay. Democratic, come on. People's <laughs> Republic? Well, anyway. Here's your letter. I mean, you don't get to write your own, really, but you, you can see if you agree with this. I am a Christian. I believe in the one supreme God and in salvation only through his son, Jesus, who died on the cross for my sins and for the sins of all who confess him and place their trust in him. Well, are you with me so far? You all agree with that, don't you? All right. Hang in there now. I am aware of the treatment of Christians in your nation. Now, you have to say yes to that because I just read you from David Curry. So you're aware. I am aware that Christians are tortured, imprisoned, and even executed simply for confessing their belief in God and His Son, Jesus Christ, and for their willingness to share their faith with others, even though your nation's constitution guarantees freedom of religious choice. Can you believe that? It does. I'm aware that the ideology of your nation called Juche was modeled after the Holy Bible, distorted and forced upon your nation's citizens. I'm aware that the three persons of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of the Bible have been replaced in your ideology with your own family members as the only supreme leaders. I am aware that when citizens of your nation act in any way to threaten the stability of your nation's ideology and your own supremacy, they, along with their immediate family members, face an average 15-year sentence in one of your many concentration camps. I'm aware that hundreds of thousands of such individuals have been imprisoned in those camps, enduring unspeakable atrocities, and that few have emerged alive. Now, I don't know. It's too bad that you can't write a letter with emotion like that. Now, the words are emotional if you just read them to yourself. 
But if you could just stand there and say this to the man, now that would be more effective. You would die, but it would be very effective. I, I can't read this calmly. I hope you will forgive that. In the knowledge of the above, I confess that I will do everything in my power to make the truth of the realities of your nation known to the free world. I will do everything in my power to support those who courageously choose to follow Christ and be his witnesses in the face of such persecution and even death. I'll do everything in my power to ensure that the saving message of the love and forgiveness of Jesus Christ reaches the citizens of your nation. I will pray that your nation's citizens will be freed from the spiritual bondage that is forced upon them. I confess that I will pray for you, Mr. Kim Jong-un, for your repentance and your salvation and for the softening of your heart toward your nation's citizens. I will pray that the evil perpetrated by you and your government in seeking to spiritually enslave your nation's people will cease to exist. Mm. Then you just sign your little signature down there, print your name. And you, you can do this. You can get this sent to you on email and, and sign it and send it back in. Or you can actually sign it online as I did yesterday. Um, would you do that? Would you join in, in keeping with these people who are being persecuted? Would you remember the imprisoned as though you were imprisoned with them? Hebrews 13.3. Would you do that? I hope that you will. I really do. Some of you won't feel led to do it for reasons of your own, and that's no problem to me. But please pray about doing that. Go to, I, I gave you the website, didn't I? Yeah, I did. It's letterofconfession.com. Well, God bless you today. Wow. It's good to be with you. Tomorrow is our normal day for persecuted church, and we're going to go ahead with that. Only it's going to be persecuted North Korea. I I really believe that for the time being, God wants me to focus on that one nation. I'd love to scatter all over the world. I have a map that I'm looking at in front of me now, a map of the world. And it has little pushpins wherever there's a persecuted nation. Oh, my goodness, the pushpins are blue. And my map looks very blue. Yeah, in, in both ways. All over this map, little blue pushpins. But there's one that just throbs in my memory because I've been there, done that. One that throbs. It's just so awful. Folks, you got to do something. We've got to do something. And above all, God's going to do something. Remember in Psalm 102, verse 2, let's cry out with the people of God to God. Do not hide your face from me in the day of trouble. 